Do you want a little help? Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. All right. It's over 9,000! Baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over. Back again on this beautiful yet cold yet lukewarm, whatever Alabama weather want to do this time. But we are here with being a blur interviews, and we've had, we have a very special guest in the building to the people that are listening. She's going to introduce herself the way she wanna be introduced. And to the people that are watching on IG Live, y'all see her, y'all know her. She's a great cosplayer. And before we start this whole interview, she told me some remarkable things we're going to get in contact with. There's nothing like a strong black woman, black girl magic at its best. So we're going to let her introduce the way she want to be introduced. And we're going to get this thing on and started. So, ma'am, it's all on you. Introduce yourself. Let the good people know who you are. All right. All right. Well, my name is Lisa, and um, I also go by Lakely Love Cosplay. I am... Um, like you said, I'm a mom. Um, so I have four kids. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I I have a disability nonprofit, nonprofit leader, and entrepreneur, and um, and I'm also a parent advocate. And so I I, I wear a bunch of different hats. But um, when I need to relax, when I need an outlet, when I need to go and just be just me and not any of those other things, I'm a cosplayer. <laughs> and that's. And I'm absolutely a nerd. I have been a nerd my whole life. I've been a blurred my whole life and didn't even know it. And um, and so I'm like super excited. Yeah! To be <laughs> I'm so excited to be on here tonight. And I just want to thank you. Thank you, man, for letting me have this opportunity to do this. Oh, no problem. Thank you for coming on. I'm sorry that I was late. You know, family had to do stuff with my grandma. I was chasing oh, out. You said, yeah. Dude, I had to to do all kinds of stuff tonight so okay long was on the same page i was like oh skill try to play me he's like no nah, i had to do stuff with the family day i was i was gonna come i was rushing i might get a couple of tickets tomorrow but i was rushing to get here to do this interview <laughs> now you're good you're good <sighs> i'm playing people i ain't gonna get no tickets i know i'm a police so I, nah, get no tickets. <laughs> I can't lose my job but ma'am thank you for coming on this is awesome i, I can't i've been waiting to do this interview for a while this interview should have been happening I don't know why it's so late. It should have been happening. So my apologies on that part as well. You know. Yeah. All right. It's all good. We're here now. So that's all that matters. Yep. Life be life. Yeah. So 
without further ado, we finna get started. So I'm gonna ask you the questions that everybody came before you, and everybody likes me to ask this question, so I don't want to fail them while I'm asking this question. So, Lisa, what makes you a blurred? Oh man, oh geez. So the biggest thing that makes me a blurred is my absolute love for just all things blurdy. Look, I'm just about to make up some words tonight, so I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. Oh, I know, right? You know, my blurredism is uh oh my god, my brother's on here. Uh, but it is it is my absolute desire to just love all things that are sci fi, that are comics, that are um I just have like quite a few fandoms that <laughs> blurdy is the worst. Yeah, I know, right? Blurdy, right? Um, but I have a lot of different fandoms and um, and I like the idea of just being able to have fun and really not even really care whether or not people agree with it, people want you to do it, people like what you're doing. None of that matters to me at this point. And, um, yeah. and really like, I guess, the nerdy part of me, I just feel like I, I say I was a nerd for a long time because I mean, I always I was a person that had glasses. That oh, um, wow. <laughs> I was a kid with the glasses, I was a kid with the bad hair, and the kid that just you know, I just I wasn't the popular kid. I'm gonna tell you, I wasn't the popular kid, you know, I really wasn't. I was I was the one that was really smart and you know, stayed in my books. And then I had a whole lot of little things that I just loved. And um, I, I, I was okay with being the person that didn't maybe have, you know, all the popularity. Um, you know, it took a minute before I kind of came out of just some of the complete nerdiness. Uh, when I got to high school, it got a little bit better, but, <laughs> but, but, I'm, a t- but it's, I'm telling you, but my um, my love for people who are just different is um, is another thing for me. I just you know I'm drawn to them. I'm drawn to anybody that is completely and utterly willing to just be themselves. Don't care. Don't don't matter if anybody else cares about what they like, what they don't like. If you like game, yeah, you like video games. I know. I used to play video games too, man. Me and my brother would get down on some video games. Mm. Um, and, you know, and then I married a man who loved comics and Marvel and Disney. He looks all the stuff that I like. And we both get just like kind of be nerdy together. So it's, um, I think that's what, what kind of makes me a nerd. Now, one thing I don't, the one thing I actually don't want that much of is anime. <laughs> so, oh, wow. <laughs> Fun fact, I actually don't watch that much of my children love anime, but I absolutely love sci-fi. I'm just, I like Star Trek. I like Star Wars. I, um, I love all the comics. I love, I love TV. I love movies. I love Disney. I love, I'm not as big of an anime fan, but, um, I really don't even care, you know, (laughs) because it doesn't matter. It's honestly like one of the things that makes me love cosplay is the fact that we can do anything like there's no limit there's no there's no limit there's no rule there's no box 
you know, cosplay is, mm. gives you this like opportunity to get out of the box. There's no box. Facts. So it just feels great to be able to do that. So anyway, so yeah, that's okay. So that's what makes me a button. <laughs> I'm going to give you this button right here real quick. So that was. That was a powerful answer. Very, very powerful answer. It was so powerful. I don't even want to ask the next question because it was so good. Everything was kind of like cover in the first answer. Ask the question. Ask the question. <laughs> so, the first, so, you know, since you know you're so demanding, I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, the second question is going to be, be the follow-up. It's like, how do you feel and what do you think about the word and term blurred? What, what I feel about it, I feel like it is um it's it's really something that describes someone who just they can really embody what they want um there's <clears throat> i had never heard of this term until i went to dragon con i think it was maybe my second year that i started i started cosplaying when i was in 2018 okay <clears throat> before then i just went to cons like i didn't dress up at all i just went to cons and um and so i think maybe that 2019 is maybe the first time i actually heard the word blurred and was like hmm that's cool <laughs> because it gives us as some kind of identity away from um the negative connotation of just being a nerd you know like i think there's so many there's so many this people when they hear the word nerd they just automatically think of like this negative like look you know of like someone who's just like geeking and just not together they don't have it together they're unpopular they're you know they that. are they just they just don't have it together they need to get it together quick fast <laughs> yeah. and hurry yeah man they walk fast they dress terrible you know they look horrible they have no 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 friends no you know all of those things and um I don't know when I heard blurred, I don't know. I just took that word. Like I had that on um, a shirt. I have it on a hat. You know, I took that term because it's something that I can identify with and I don't, I can be proud of that, you know, and I can be proud of it. Right. They had the longest toilets. Right. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's something that gives me, a, it separates us from everyone else. It just separates us from everyone else. And I have so much pride in my blackness that um i want i want to i would i want people to know that that blurred is is an association with who i am and and that's what i love about that term so i don't even know if i answered the question honestly but <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, you did it, it, and that was better than the last answer so yeah you, you're killing it right now you are really killing the game right now so yeah so yeah so those are the first two questions I always like to ask just to see where everybody has space about it because you do have some people in the community that doesn't like the word in which I can see why people don't like that word because some people have came out and just took the blurred word and and ran with it and not really know the true meaning behind it, but they just got the word because they see it's a trend. They see everybody else hopping on it. You know, they friends doing it. You got 
famous celebrities like Michael B. Jordan, Meg Stallion, um, Wu-Tang Clan getting on the board. So it's like, oh, so this thing's been cool. So, you know, I'm going to say I'm a blur, but, you know, you wasn't with us in the gym shooting, but you want to be all <laughs> blurred now. <laughs> man, man, being a, being a black nerd was something that wasn't trendy. At, I mean, like, this was not, just a nerd period was not a trendy thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a cool thing. It wasn't a fun thing. It wasn't a thing that people wanted to be associated with. You just don't want that term. Didn't want that term. And see, now it's a cool thing. You know, now it's a cool thing, but it had never been a cool thing until now, you know? So I'm just kind of like, okay. And I'm not big on trends, quite honestly. Like, I am not a trendy. When something is trendy, I don't want to do it. I feel it. (laughs) I feel it. You know, you just don't want, you, you know, everybody, you don't want to be like everybody else because God made you to be really, different and stand out. I really don't. So if it's trendy, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to kind of back away from it for a little while. You know, even if it's cool to me, I'm just going to be like, mm, yeah, I'm just going to hold off on that because I, I really, I'm not big on trend. I don't follow the crowd. I don't follow the crowd. That is true. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of, of having my own unique style, my own unique take on things. Um, if you if you look at my cosplays, they don't always have the accuracy, and that's on purpose. <laughs> so, and you mean your cosplays yeah. be on point every time I see you, and you once you do it, so it always be good. Yeah, Afro Comic Con, awesome. Now that's cool. Thank you, um, thank you, Dark Darkberry Juice. Yeah, hit me up, man. Um, yeah, so. I'm loving that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah. Just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> oh man, so let's so let's go back because you know how every every hero story has a has an origin story, has a beginning. You know how they came to be. So, Lisa, I'm gonna ask you this: How did you know? That you know that you was going to be a nerd or a blurred. Like what? What was it? Was it the first? Like it was a love of costumes, comic books, video games, music. What um, was well, you know what? Okay, so one, I am a huge, huge, huge um, movie buff. Okay. I, like I'm the person that will watch the movie fifteen times and still. <laughs> want to watch it again. And I know every line. Like, I'm that person. Word I by word. Memorized. Word for word, I'm, huh? I know. I'm that person. I'm that person. <laughs> I'm, I'm that person that's going to be like, oh, my God, let's watch it again. And they're like, dude, we've seen this thing like 20 times tonight. Like, seriously, you want to see? Yes, let's see it again. I'm, I'm that person. But um, so the movies, movies are my, my thing, my, my jam. Um, when I started going to conventions, that was about 10 years ago. Um, I live in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, so Dragon Con is huge here because, you know, I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, ATL, ATL. (laughs) But (laughs) I live in Atlanta, and there's multiple cons here. We've got anime, you know, Atlanta Anime Weekend. we got, you know, there's Comic-Cons here. There's, you know, there's cons here. So, and and Dragon Con by far is just, enormous right what city like there's like you can't miss it like even if you don't want to be a part of it you you're here you know what i mean you got to momo is here you're right you know what i mean and so 
um, so the cons just are like, I started doing the cons just out of fun of just being able to go and just like go see panels and go to workshops and go all the things and take pictures of cosplayers mm-hmm. and take pictures of cosplayers. Cause I've always been very fascinated with costuming and what people like just the creativity about, um, in 2018, my girl, Monique, you know, Monique, wonder Mo. Oh, hey, wonder Mo. How's she doing by the way? I ain't seen her in a while. I know, I know. She's doing good. Okay. She's doing good. She's doing really good. But um, Wonder Mo and I both are from the same city. We're both from Augusta, Georgia, and we both went to the same high school. We went to a performing arts high school. Okay. And we are both also, <laughs> we have a lot of things in common. Like, my dad's a pastor, so both of us have a, we're both PK. Oh, so you a so PK? Anyway, I'm a PK. I'm, I'm a, a PK, PK too? Yeah. Mm. That means, no. That means we trouble. No. If you're a PK, you trouble. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm that's, good. That's what PKs. Okay. That's what PKs say. We yeah, we good. Oh, okay. I'm good. I'm good. So, so we went. So okay. So Monique, she saw that I had been going to this, to these different cons and taking pictures and posting them on Facebook, but I never dressed up for them. I would just take pictures of other cosplayers and. She literally reached out to me in 2018 and was like, "Hey, can you can you do a uh, join a group with me? I want to do a group of um, gym and the holograms of all black females, mm. a all black female gym and the holograms." And I was like, "Dude, yes!" <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, tell me, tell me who to be, you know, and I'll just I'll just, I'll figure it out. I'll find a way to look like them or whatever." So. We did Gym the Holograms. It was fantastic. I was so excited. I I got a, that's my first chance, right? You know, like first chance to like be like somebody, you know, that's not me. And so I went, we did the costume. We it, we went to Dragon Con. It was fantastic. I loved it. I talked about it the whole year after that. <laughs> after that, I just talked about that. Oh, my God. I did this thing at Dragon Con and it was so fun and all of that. The next year, Monique came back to me and was like, Lisa, do you want to do, um, do you want to do salt and pepper for Dragon Con this year? And I was hey. like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So I was like, yes, I'll do salt. I'll do salt and pepper. Let's, let's do it. It's, I love salt and pepper. Da, da, da. Anyway, we did salt and pepper. That was in 2019. Now, I still no. I didn't have a cosplay page. I didn't have a Twitter page. I didn't have anything. Um, I know the dance and everything. Oh, listen, we were fully embodying salt. The dedication. And, okay, and we had music. We had uh, we was because I had the boombox too, right? What'd you say? Yeah, I had the boombox, right? Because I think I'm really yeah. We yeah. had the boombox. Everything. It was so cool, and people were stopping us left and right to do the dances and the songs with us and it was just fantastic i know right it was really cool so after that do you know after i left that dragon con people started trying to find me on instagram to get to post pictures right i didn't have an instagram page all so they were sending pictures to my nonprofit page and oh, they wow. were tagging and i'm like Oh my God, I'm the executive director in my nonprofit. I am not a cosplayer there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, no, don't, don't tag my nonprofit. Okay, don't tag my nonprofit. So, 
so I, I was like, let me create, let me create a page. Let me just go ahead and create a page. So I created an Instagram page. I've created a, 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 a Twitter page. And then I immediately started trying to think of other costumes that I wanted to do. Just other characters. It just was so, it was so much fun mm-hmm. to do that, that first time. And then to do it again. And I was like, oh man, I could do this all the time. So I started like creating costumes and characters and my my daughter has a sewing machine and I was like, look, you're going to have to help me get these costumes together <laughs> because I got, I got work to do. I got right. a page to, uh, I, now I, now I got, now I got some focus. I'm ready to do some things. So, so it was, it just really kind of took off from there. And then I had an opportunity to do um, a fan film. I mean, so, you know, I love Star Okay. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a Trekkie. I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars. You know, I'm just, I'm, that's me. And you, you do it all. I, you ain't nothing I wrong do, with it. You know, Rick. So <laughs> I had this opportunity. I had this opportunity. Someone saw my, um, my Star Trek costume and I had, this, I had a chance to be in a Star Trek fan film in a fan film. So I, so I went to the studios. It was in, it was in like South Georgia. There's a Star Trek studio that's in, it's in South Georgia. And they had a whole set of film sets, of replicas of Star Trek, replicas sets. And I was able to shoot a film. (laughs) I had my costume, you know, I was like, oh my God. Like this cosplay thing has been such a fantastic journey and just a beautiful expression. I can't, I look forward to opportunities um, to just like be in costume, be in cosplay, you know, take the photos, go places in it. I've had so many people ask me um, to come to birthday parties and I'm just like, I don't even have the time to like, like contract myself out to do birthday parties. <laughs> Really, it's for the it's for my it's for my Snow White. I because I do Snow White and oh, you know and so my my Snow White is very unique. And all right, check you represent. Hey, y'all make sure y'all go check out her Snow White cosplay. I mean, it is like if they do a live action, they gotta have Lisa to play it. Ah. I'm so serious. It's, it's spot on. Snow White, Snow White is um, it's it's very like <sighs> I loved Snow White when I was growing up, but there was no version of me. You know, there was no, there was no Disney princess that looked like me at the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that was something that I absolutely wanted to change, um, and to make a version of her that was very Afrocentric, very, um, representative Mm. of my own heritage and culture and, you know, things that I loved and, um, and I and I mean I did I did get a little flack about it, but I you know I don't really care. Like none of this stuff really bothers me. <laughs> so. Uh, so and you know you touched a very important subject, you know, because you said how Snow White at the time you watched it did, but there was no representation of how we look in a Disney movie. But now we're in the age now where Disney is actually making you know diversity in their movies now. So. How did you feel when you first saw that Ariel from Little Murder was going to be black now? Oh, man. Ariel was just heartwarming and beautiful 
and just, oh man, I'm just endearing. Like I literally was just like teary, you know, when I saw the trailer, you know, uh-huh. that trailer, when the trailer came out, I was like, <gasps> I mean, I literally felt like the little girl, you know, like just, oh my God, look, you know, it was just like, I feel like I'm going to cry right now. Uh, but it was so beautiful to me to see that Ariel and to to know that um, she was getting this, you know what I mean? Like she, just, she was the center stage. She was everything. I mean, and gorgeous. And she wasn't whitewashed. This, 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 she had the dreads. She did. <laughs> she did. She had them locked, them sister locks. I was like, okay, that's what I'm talking about. They, they, they didn't try to make her with straight hair and you know what I mean? She, she kept every bit of uh, her blackness. Yes, she you did. know, she that, and I loved it. You know, and so it just it was beautiful. It was and, it was really really. And like I say, yeah. like before that, before I said that, I should have said you know Princess Tiana from Princess from Princess and the Frog because I think that's the that was the first black princess that we ever had in the Disney universe. Yes, yes. And, and I like Tiana. What I didn't like is that she spent the majority of the movie as a frog. That part. Yeah. yeah. That's the part I don't like. That most of the movie, she was an amphibian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that kind of sucked. But, you know, it's... Part of the movie. She was, in the, it's, she was a frog. So I wish that her story could have been told a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I wish they could have told the story differently. I agree. But other but other than that, she was gorgeous. She's beautiful, you know. She um she's what people expect from me to normally cosplay. I actually don't have a team on a cosplay. <laughs> but I probably should. I should have one. I but, thought you had one. I was thinking about my like, no, wait, do she? That must be somebody else I'm thinking about. Yeah, I've done um uh, I've done Snow White, I've done Moana. Okay. I've done Yeah, I love I love Moana too. Um I I haven't done. Um, I'm working on Cinderella right now, oh. which uh, I would like. To, you know, I'm working on Cinderella, and there's. Um, I really want to do every single Disney princess. Oh, I've done um, Pocahontas. Oh. I've done Pocahontas, um, which I love her too. You know, I just like everything that's got color. I'm trying to make sure I I want to represent them too. Um, I haven't done Tiana yet, but. That's definitely something that I want on my list of things. You're going to get around to it. Yeah. She asked the question, it's going to be in the blue dress or the green one? Oh, is that, um, is she she talking about Tiana? Oh, probably the green, honestly. Um, I think I look good in green. (laughs) 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 I think green could be my color. Yeah. I know, I'd have. You could put it off. I could see, I could actually see that. I could see that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of cosplay plans, and um, I have a lot of things I want to do as well. So okay, I have to get to. So let me, let me let me ask you this: So when you first discovered this community of, of black people, which called Blurs, how did that make you feel? How did you discover this community? Man, I was shocked. Actually, <laughs> I did not expect there to be as many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> completely shocked. Because the only black cosplayer I knew at the time was Monique. Mm-hmm. That's who asked me to, to even join this. You know what I mean? Like this one person I, I personally knew. This one person I personally knew. And then um, 
I had been to Dragon Con many, many years, especially those first, those early years, and there really I didn't see as many black cosplayers there. Mm-hmm. Like when I started going to Dragon, it was ten years ago that I started attending Dragon Con. So I don't know if how long they have been doing the um, like the Black Geek photo shoot and all of that. I don't know how old that is, but I I don't remember it. Um, not not in those early years. I know I don't even remember seeing quite as many. Um, black. I mean, now there is. Oh, right. there's a, hundreds of black cosplayers. Thousands. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, probably thousands, right? But but you know what I mean? Like I didn't I didn't know that many existed um, because I didn't see them other places. And mm-hmm. at the time when I first started cosplaying, I didn't know very many, and I didn't connect to too many of them either. I just didn't know where they were. Um, and I didn't really know the pages to find them. <laughs> so it took a minute to kind of, you know, to kind of like figure out where to find people. And then um, I think the very first cosplayer I even followed was Brown Sugar Outlaw. And um, I think I found Cutie Pie Sensei, Sensei, Sensei later, but Brown Sugar Outlaw was like one of the first ones I started following. And okay. I was like, wow, I really like her. She's brown like me. She's you know, out here creating things, and it was just beautiful to see what she was doing. Um, but there were a couple that were just, I just, I didn't know. It took a second to get that. And then um, once I started to see that there's so many of them, it was just like, oh my God, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I found my people. <laughs> yeah, it's be- it was beautiful. Because everybody doesn't get this. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I work in a world. So I work for the school system too. I work for So I have a job with the school system. I work at a clinic as well as a parent advocate. Mm. And then I have a nonprofit that I run, right? And okay. for disabilities. I, I do a lot of speaking. I do a lot of presentations and workshops and I do a lot of PR work for the nonprofit. So I go on and I do interviews and things like that. And so I have to be, have this like presentation all the time. You know, I have to be in a suit and I have to, you know, have everything very professional and right and all of the things and so being able to come out of that and do the costumes and do cosplay and create the costumes and oh my gosh it is just a different level of freedom to be able to do that and um and then and i don't have to explain that to you know what i mean like some people I have shown them my page, you know. <laughs> I know Office Woman by Day, Superhero by Night. I know um, Batman, but I have, I have to explain to people like what I do when I'm going to Dragon Con or wherever I'm going, and I just show them my page. Most, and I get a really good reception from it. I mean, I'm proud of that. I'm excited. I am very proud of the work that I do. It's very hard to put together unique costumes. It's not a quick process. It takes a minute to find, you know, material and all the different things that you need to do and piece it together. Sew it if you need to sew it. And, you know, there's so many pieces that come together and it might take weeks or months to put that stuff together. And so I'm really proud of what I do. And I'm really super proud of cosplayers in general, because that's what it takes to get the look that you're looking for. And then you've got to take the pictures and, you know. (laughs) A lot. <laughs> hey, it is a lot because more, more power to y'all. I'm lazy. Amazon is my best friend. <laughs> I mean, I buy costumes too, but I always alter them. Even if okay. I buy them, even if I straight out the store, by the time I put it on, I'm already looking at it like, hmm. 
I'm gonna change this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna I'm pull, pull this out just a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could put like a little African print here, or I'm pretty sure I can. You know what I mean? Like I'm already looking for ways that I can like make it my own. Oh. So, and sometimes that's quick. Sometimes it's like a oh, just a really quick whatever, and then other times it's like takes me forever. So, you know, but I just I I have so much respect for cosplayers because of the grind and the hustle and just the bravery it takes to post pictures of yourself in a costume. Exactly. It's, it's a lot of, it takes a lot of bravery to do that. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, like there's not one cosplayer I'm going to get um, that I would, I would show any kind of hate towards. I would question any choice that they make. I would ask them why they chose that, that character. I don't care. You know, it's the fact that they were brave enough mm-hmm. to display their creativity, their picture, and they were proud of it. You have no right to say nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have the right to say anything to them when they have taken that level of bravery to do that. You know, and so I just try to like support as many as I can. And, you know, I just like go through Instagram, whatever, and I'm just like clicking like for everybody, like anybody that that takes that extra step of posting it. <laughs> because, you know, because it's hard for some because, you know, some people are still afraid to come out, you know, to cosplay because they don't want to be labeled as, oh, you weird, you're different, you're a geek, you're a nerd. This is what this is not what the black people do. This is this white folks, you know, they still get that. So what would you tell somebody that is new? to the cosplay world, what would you tell them to make them feel comfortable and welcome? I would tell them if they like it, (laughs) if they love it, if they adore that character and they want to do that costume, it does not matter if anybody else in the world cares, likes it, loves it, or supports it. If you like it, that's all that matters. You get out there and you do exactly what you want to do and be proud of the work that you put out, even if not a single soul likes it. It doesn't matter. The only person that matters is you. And that is something. So for me, when I do a cosplay, if I if I put it on it, it, social media, if I choose to put it on social media, because it's a lot of stuff I actually don't post, but. I choose to put it on social media. I'm putting it on social media because I'm proud of what I put together and I want someone to see it. Now, if no one else likes it, that is their problem. <laughs> there we go. There it is. There that it is. is their If they don't like it, if I like it enough to post it, I'm proud of it. You know, I'm proud of it. And that's what matters. And I have stopped posting for, um, other people's preference and other people's desire, you know, like other people's likes, I really don't care. You know, um, there are certain things at some point that you can't attach yourself to because your self is, you can't put your self-esteem, you can't merge that with, you can't, you can't pair that with people's desire to like you. Because mm-hmm. if that is, if your self-esteem is going to be paired with somebody's desire to like you and somebody's 
desire to click that button on social media for likes, then you are going to spend a lot of days hurt, disappointed, angry, frustrated. You are not going, you're going to quit this thing. Say a word. You're not going to, you're going to lose the joy in it. You're going to lose the joy in it. So you really have to focus in on like, why am I doing this? Is it giving you joy? But you know, Lisa, as, as we both can see, I mean to cut you off, but if we both can see, some people have kind of got to that point because they so worry about what other people say about them, about their cosplays, and that, and sometimes they forget about themselves of why they're doing it in the first place. Like, you one made this journey, so you should be happy and you should be satisfied with what you do. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard because society where value is placed on how popular you are. Right. That's where value is placed. It's placed on whether or not you have enough followers following you, whether or not you have enough people liking you. Uh Right. If Uh you're trending or not. And if you're not that trendy, then you're not that popular and then you're not that, you know, important. And then you have no value. And that can be the furthest thing from the truth, because that means you've now placed your value in the hands of strangers. You're placing your value in the hands of strangers. You're talking about people that don't know you, you at all. And you're, and you're putting your value in those strangers' hands, and you're expecting those strangers to now tell you how valuable you are based on saying that they like you. And that is a dangerous place to be. Very dangerous. Because that thing has to start inside of you. So, so when I post that picture, like I told you, dude, either if one person likes it, great. If nobody likes it, I don't care because I'm <laughs> as long you know, as you like it. I love it. I love it. There you, you go. Know what I mean, I love it. So, so that's really what matters. And then I want to showcase what I've created. And so, um, and I already know people are going to see it, even if they don't like it, even if they don't actually say they like it. Once I post it, it's going to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seen. It's going to be seen. And what I've had to do is remove that identity factor. You know, don't put your identity in what people are saying online. You know, like that is, that is such a dangerous thing. And I just, I don't, I really want people to feel encouraged and confident enough to do the thing that they love and not put all of the weight on somebody else, you know, um, to validate it for them. You don't. You don't even need it, <laughs> right? Right. It's ego death. Exactly. You don't need it. You can do it. And then, and this. Well, and then the other thing is, at some point, your joy. It just has to start from inside. So, it can't. It can't. It can't be external. It has mm-hmm. to be on the inside first. It just does. You know, and you got to find that. So, um. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's that's how I feel about that. That is true. That's, that was good. That was a good answer. That was very good because as though, I don't know why people are so very gun ho about, I want to be popular. I want to be well known. I want to, I want to be seen. I want to be seen and heard, but you doing all that and you forgetting yourself, you, you're losing yourself in a process. And then once, like you said, when somebody say, oh, I'll, like you say, you putting your, your life and somebody else's hands that you don't even know about, you know, do they like me or what, what else can I do to, 
to be out there, to be well known. But you you begin to lose yourself and got what why are you really doing this or why you like cosplaying in the first place. And we got so many of that. People are really forgetting the true joy and meaning of why they did it in the first place is just to enjoy yourselves and find other black people yeah. like yourself. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a, um, there's a thing to understanding why, um, just going back to the beginning, you know, like for me, it's an outlet. Mm-hmm. So I had to identify that like, wait, cosplay for me is not a job. For some people it is. It for is. some people it's job. like they need, they need, they're a, they're a content creator, you know, or they are, a, they are getting their income based on those likes, <laughs> you know, or they're getting income based on their followers and they need to keep that level, you know, to a certain level in order to keep that income, that stream of income. That's one thing, right? Um, for me, it is, it is pure enjoyment, pure enjoyment, you know, it's supposed to be about. and I'm not about to let nobody kill that for me. I'm not about to let the soul kill that enjoyment for me. And I've had some, you know, I've, I've had, I, I've seen so much negative hate online for many of our cosplayers of color. Um, it is, it is disturbing, you know, it's disturbing. It's disheartening. Um, I try to make it my personal business to just encourage cosplayers, say something on their, on their post. Tell them they did a great job. This looks fantastic. Something. And I just feel like the entire community needs to kind of do that. Like we just need to internalize and we need to um, insulate ourselves, you know, and, and really encourage ourselves. I mean, and don't, don't part, be a party in some of the ignorance and negativity that's out there. Um, Cause there's, I mean, we're, you're going to get that anywhere you go, you know? And I mean, we shouldn't get that in from our own. We just shouldn't, you know, that's, that's something I wish we could have more formed with our, with our cosplayers. Um, so we can really encourage each other. You know, I love that you're doing these interviews because it's an opportunity. It so is. now get together. They can talk about things that are important to them are relevant, that are meaningful. Um, and we can encourage one another, you know? And so this is such a wonderful thing that you're doing. And I really appreciate this because this is, we need more stuff like this. I agree because, like, it's not to toot my own home, but, you know, you want to hear and you want to meet other people that has experienced the same thing that you experienced or hear their story because, you know, we're, you know, we're black, but my story may not be your story. And, you know, you have some people that are, you know, that has lost, you know, that has committed suicide because they couldn't be themselves. You have some people that kind of left from their family because, you know, growing up, growing up in a black household, I don't know why this was a thing. You know, what happens in the house stays in the house. I don't know why. Yeah. That, I don't know why that became a thing, but that kind of hurt hurt a lot of people as a child in the process. And by you having four kids, you know how how was it when they when they came to you or seeing their father, you know, dressing up. Like in like in comics or going to conventions, like what did they think? Were they embarrassed or did they join in with you? Like how 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 was that coming from a parent standpoint? Well, the kids. Okay, so <laughs> the children. Actually, my kids are very supportive. Um, they have, but mind you, they have seen me dressing up for several years. So you know, I think they're kind of used to it now. Um, 
when I first started doing it, they were a little bit younger and they just thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, they thought it was like Halloween, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, is it Halloween again? Oh my God, this is great. Like, <laughs> not really. <laughs> but, but it was, you know what I mean? They just thought it was fun. They thought it was fun. They wanted to dress up too. And then, um, as they got older, my kids were just like, okay, my, I'll take your pictures. You know, like my daughters will take my pictures, right. you know, they take my pictures. Um, the only rule that my kids gave me were just like, don't go to carpool and pick us up from school in costume. <laughs> 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 They're like, my, you can dress up. You can do whatever you want to do. Just fine. Do not show up to this school as Storm. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't show up to this school. <laughs> you know but but i told them I, and i and they they know and i will not i will not embarrass my children i won't embarrass my children but but I'm they scared. are they're very they're very supportive they know when it's time for us to go to conventions they know what it looks like they know when i'm getting dressed up and i'm putting on the wigs and i get you know it's um, they are so used to it now. Um, I've got like photo setups at my house. I've got backdrops. I've got all kinds of stuff. Oh, you know. Wow. So, yeah, my kids are, are very used to it. My basement, y'all haven't seen. I might try to go down there in a minute. But my basement is like a full nerd cave. Like it is full of stuff. And we've got characters and we've got um all types of comics and um, just stuff like swords. Um, we've got arcade machines. We've got all types of games. Yeah, there's lots down there. Um, like we made that. It's literally like a nerd. It literally is a nerd game. It's ridiculous. Um, but <laughs> but um, so my kids, my kids are just they are. They're very supportive, um, and I'm very glad that they are. Hey, Anthony. Oh my god, I got friends coming on here. Oh, hey, Ev. Okay, so um, forever sweet see on there. I know her. She's so sweet. Um, people just, just, I love them. Um, but, but yeah, awesome. so the kids, I'm very happy they are. If they were not and they were just like, oh my god, mom, please don't ever do this. I mean, this would be a bit difficult because I really do love this. I love what I'm doing. They they know it brings me joy to put on the costumes, to try on the costumes. My my garage has a costume closet in it. Like it's wow. just because <laughs> I have to have somewhere to store all my stuff, you know. But yeah, man, it's serious. I, I ain't nothing wrong it's, with it. Serious, man. I know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna show you the. I'm gonna show you our basement in a minute. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it's. But I'm I am glad that the children are are willing to help and support. So so it's been good. Yeah, it's been really good. That's good. That's good. That is great. Everybody, welcome to this awesome interview. We have Lisa, the great cosplayer, the mom, the magnificent person. She has a nonprofit as well. And you know, let's touch about on this nonprofit. So how did you get started with your nonprofit? What what came? Uh, how did the idea come about? Honestly, um, five years ago, I was talking to another mom. So it's me and three other mothers. We all have a child with a disability. Um, I have four kids, but my son has dyslexia. I have a daughter with ADHD, and then I have a younger 
daughter who was born with a rare chromosome disorder. Mm. And um, so it caused a whole bunch of like developmental delays and things. And it's just a lot going on. But, um, and I joined with these moms because we were running a PPA and at our school and our school closed. And we just said, you know what, wouldn't it be great if we started an organization, just something to help other parents that were like ours. And um, and we did. And so we just decided to come together and create the organization. And it was really based on what we needed for our own kids at the time. Um, and we didn't have in our, our area. Like I live where I live in Atlanta is in it's it's an area that's under resourced. It's it's it is um, an area that has just a large population of African-American families and a very large population of schools that don't have all the services that we should have and the resources we should have. And so, so this was like our primary target area. It was like, let's start providing services, supports. We do a monthly support group. We do events that are inclusive to every child. doesn't matter what the disability is. We do financial assistance. We, um, we provide families with help and help and education and information. And, you know, it, it, it's what we wanted that we didn't have that we said we're now going to provide it. And so we've been doing that since 2018. Um, yeah, this is year five. And we, we got our nine, we got our 501 C3 the same year that we started. We started in awesome. March at our 501 in October of that same year. And we just, we just hit the ground running. We just kept moving, <laughs> moving and shaking. We got grants to help awesome. support the programs. We did a lot of partnerships. That's what the key was. The key is in partnerships um, and really, really reaching out to places that have a like vision as of you, like yours, that will support it. Even if their vision isn't the same, but they will support something um, that it's part of your mission, you know. And whatever that mission is. It's, the fact that they will support that. And and we found places that wanted to support it. And so that's how we got funding. We got a lot of our funding that way. Um, we got other funding through just pure um, favor, honestly. Like me, I'm just hitting the ground, telling people about the organization, what we do, why we do it. And um, and people saying, okay, what can we do uh, to, help, to help bring this, you know, to our area? Or what can we do to help you expand this to, you know, another county? Uh, right now, we serve all the metro Atlanta counties in Atlanta. Atlanta has six counties. Wow. Uh, that is in the metro Atlanta metro. Atlanta metro is six. There's six counties in Atlanta metro Atlanta. So, um, so we serve all six counties now. We do also um, one or two rural counties that are outside of that. And yeah, and it's it's that that is that is my. That's my fifth baby. Is, is that, <laughs> I mean, you know what it's like. Like when you have something that you love and that you're just trying, you're trying to grow it. You're trying to, you're trying to pour as much as you can into it because you want it to be bigger than you, right? You want it to be more than just like I want this thing to be worldwide. You know, like I want it to be in every state. I want it to be. You know what I mean? Like I have a big vision yeah. and I can't do it by myself you know so you know you need hands you need people we need volunteers when we have our events and 
we need people to donate. You know, like you're doing a, a toy drive, which is amazing. I didn't even know that. Of course I'm going to donate. <laughs> well, I appreciate you know what it. I mean? But you know what I mean? Like you need people to join it. You do. And you need to grab hold of that. I mean, like we did a, we did a toy thing. I think it was maybe our first year and we went to banks. We went to, I can give you some ideas if you need them of places that we, we went to places to partner with them and had, um, we had them donate and had them fundraise with us, you know, because they were, they, they were seeing what we were trying to do with it. You know, they knew we were trying to help the community. They knew that our purpose was beyond ourselves. We weren't just trying to put money in our pocket. We were trying to give, you know, we were trying to give to communities that needed what we had to offer. And so, um, and people, they grabbed onto that, you know, so we went to the local businesses in our community. We went, you know, like I said, we partnered up with our bank. We partnered up the bank that we have our, our business account with was like, yep, we'll help you, you know, and they did. And then, you know what I mean? And then we just kind of went around, we went to school that were in our area and we, you know, we offered to do workshops on different things. We offered to come to their career day. We offered to, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, Hey, you know what they had, the school system has a month that is an anti-bullying month. And that anti-bullying month was a huge month for us because we're targeting families that have children with disabilities and children with disabilities are bullied a lot. You know, they're different. They're bullied. I mean, blurred are bullied. <laughs> and it's not only that, because, you know, I'm Oslo because I'm in a process right now. I'm, in, I'm taking classes for um, ASL because I'm learning sign language for my job so I could talk, so I could communicate with the deaf community at work. And I love it. We had, we had some, um, my teacher, he's awesome. So he invited me to a silent dinner party, which was in a, um, it's where, you know, you go out and you meet people in the deaf community and you also could communicate with them. So you learn some skills and, you know, it helps you along the way. And while we was there, it was a lady that was being real rude to the deaf community because, you know, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't talk. So she wasn't even trying to, you know, understand them. But that's seeing how she was talking, how she was treating that. Then also looking at the, you know, the deaf, you know, the deaf people that was there actually, because, you know, I'm, I'm learning it. I'm kind of like, oh, they are really upset because, in the deaf community, you look at their face expressions, how they how they are. I was like, oh, they are really upset. And it's just ridiculous. So it wouldn't hurt. And I took it upon myself to go to learn this. But it, just, you know, it, it doesn't hurt just to go out to, to these communities just to learn and see what they face. So it gives you a better idea to understand what they go through from day-to-day life. Yes. I love that. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Oh, see, this just makes my heart so happy because I tell you, I'm extremely passionate. I'm extremely passionate about anybody that feels ostracized, alone, feels like they don't belong, right? That they don't belong. They're not popular. People don't like them, you know. That's the person that I'm like, ooh, that's who I want. You know, I want to, I'm here for you, you know, and. And that happens with our cosplay community a lot too, because we are, we're different. We're not, we're, 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 we're dressing not, up. Right. right. We're not your <laughs> typical black person as the news no. media would put us as. <laughs> no, we're not. We're dressing up. We're in costumes. We're, you know, embodying 
the characters of whoever we're, you know, whoever right. we're casting. And I mean, and, and it's, it can look strange to people. It can look, it can look like, oh my gosh, you're a grown woman or a grown man. Why are you in a costume? Um, and that's something that can be very picked, you know, it can be picked on very quickly, very easily. And I mean, that's the kind of thing that I think you would, you would do a wonderful job at being able um, really to advocate, to advocate for young, especially our black boys. I did. You know, if they, it, it was something we did. I don't know why I stopped, but this person, but this person got greedy with money. It was we had something where we had you know kids to come out that was into the anime cosplay and also to bring their parents out because that we actually talked to this and that's actually made a big connection between the parent and the kid because the kid felt like the family was talking about them leaving them out because you know they were acting white because doing these things but the parents were like oh no i like this too and kid was like wait you was into the same thing that i'm into like yeah i just didn't you know i just didn't know how to communicate with you on that type of level but i really do want to start doing that back just having not big events but something like that just to get the community involved and also to help because to me my avenue i like to make people laugh i'm silly goofy but i also like to give that but to me i think that was like needed and that's out that actually can break a cycle of what's going on in my city right now from all this killing of teens. Uh, Cause we just had a teen that got killed last night, 17 years old shot in the middle of the road. That's left. And granted, if we had like some activities for people to do to come out and enjoy themselves, some of this stuff can actually be stopped. But yeah, yeah, we, we look at, yeah. we look at other avenues, but something that's very, you know, something very just, not looked upon something like what we're doing right now. Like I said, we need more of this. Something like this can actually be done to stop this. Right. But not too many right. people want to get involved with it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 17 years old. I, that is tragic. And, and that's just, to see, that's why like when you need to keep doing, you know, you need to keep doing what you're doing. More people need to partner up with what you're doing. You need to do collaborations with other other businesses, other nonprofits, just other organizations too. Mm-hmm. I know there's a, there's a few there's a few uh, other black um, nerds, black blurs, blurs that you know are trying to do different things, and some of the cons that are coming up as well. Um, and we just need to get more support for them. Um, we definitely do. In our- I mean, we really do. We need more support uh, just all the way around. But um, but I'm really proud of what you're doing because, you know, you're trying to do something positive. So, yeah. But yeah, I but love it. But here's the thing, though. Once, once black people do something positive, that's kind of weird for black people to do because they always know enough for doing something negative. Mm. So especially what I'm doing, being a being a black being a nerd, a blur, just doing something different, that's always dressing up and advocating my my race, my culture into it. That's different, you know. That's something like, bro, why are you always trying to be different? Like, bro, why are you trying to be a leader? Try to do the same thing, be different, stand out, help your community instead of destroying it. Because that's right. You, you get tired of waking up, especially in my job. You get tired of waking up, coming to work, and say, "Hey, two teens were shot last night." Oh, fuck. Oh my. Like and now don't get now. I've been an officer. I've been an officer going on. I got seven years in law enforcement. Three in Montgomery, four with Birmingham. Seven years, wow. 
And just imagine how many conversations that we have at work like that. Yeah. Tons. So, like you said, this is my outlet. I'm not trying to get famous. I'm not trying to get money. I'm trying to get trying to get back to the community. But also, it's helping me with my mental because some of the stuff I go through, some of y'all be like, bro, you need to quit that job because, like, yeah, that that is stressful. So this is so yeah. this is my outlet. Yeah. Well, we need you out there too, though. So yeah. <laughs> we need you out there too. Ah, we need to out in the we need to out in the in the community mm-hmm. doing your job, but we need you doing this too. So it's like a. Uh, <laughs> and here's the funny thing too. Um, I did a Halloween event where you know. I, we invited kids and come to our precinct to get candy from the officers. That's also give them a safe avenue because you know how people people are weird today. They put like drugs, blades, something sharp in the candy. It's like, bro, why are y'all doing that to kids? But what stood out to people when I had my black mask, my my black panther mask on with my uniform, people's like, bro, this man is actually in police uniform with a black panther mask. I love it. So let's, let's be different because kids want to see that. Kids need some, you know, they need a really, they need positive, keyword, they need positive role models. Yes, they do. Positive. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. That is so cool, too. I mean, I'm, I know a ton of kids who would have loved that. If you were here, oh, man, they would have absolutely. I wish more. And then think about it. You seeing a police officer dressing up as a character, you kind of like, you see what's going on with police officers, but you seeing a black man. Here's the thing: you seeing a black man that's a blur. You seeing a black man that's a blur, and that's an officer dressing up in character. It's kind of like, oh shit, okay, this is wow, okay, this is this is new, this is new. This is kind of cool, man. I'm, this is kind of cool, right? I'm, so, I'm telling you, that would have been man. That would have been so dope. I would have loved to see that. I really would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see more officers do that here, and and just show these these kids that look, you can have fun too, you can be safe, you can, you know. There's there's such a bad stigma with the police right now. I mean, it's you know, I mean, people don't want to be around the police. They don't want the police. Police are not getting the reputation that they should at being public servants and of being the good guys. Yeah. They're supposed to be guys, you know? Um, and so we've had a lot of bad a bad press with police and yeah, we have. you know, so now we've got this whole stereotype of police officers just all being bad. And and they're not, you know. They're really not. So it's you know, you, you got a lot you have a lot that you are you are you're carrying. And so I just applaud you for that. And then keep holding on, keep holding on, brother. Keep, keep. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. Well, Queen, I'm here to tell you that we have made it to the hour mark of this awesome and great interview. I'm trying to hit this button. So, how was it? <laughs> I loved it. I <laughs> <laughs> was. This was great. This was this was great. I really loved this chance to come out here and talk to you and just I think this was fantastic. I would love um 
just to be able to see more of this. You know, I don't know how often you do these interviews. Are these like once every week, every other week? Like how, do, how often do you do these? I usually try to do Friday and Sunday of, you know, um, each week. But now, you know, since after you, this might be the last one for this month, but I got to start, you know, getting getting things back up for December and then yeah. coming back in in January before the con season starts. Once the con season starts, kind of stop because we, because this year uh, we was featured <laughs> We were featured at 10, 10 conventions this year. Ten. Wow. And then at each people and every convention, people were shocked and to see that there was actually like a nonprofit that's to up you know, celebrate the black excellence inside the nerd community because they never see anything like that before. Because you know how people go to these cons and feel like, damn, there's no space for us. So what can we? So I kind of took it upon myself to make this space for people of color to come out, find each other, network, make friendships and that's about it. Nah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I bet I did. I fully enjoyed this. This was fantastic. I had a great time. So glad you invited me. And just, I just want to tell you, just keep doing what you're doing, brother. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. Uh, Definitely let me know if there's any other ways that I can support. And, you know, I look forward to, you know, definitely. We gonna have to collab, and I would love to have you back with your nonprofit as well, and have another interview with the nonprofit organization as well. So definitely looking looking forward to have some kind of collaboration going on with you, with your organization, and mine. I would love it. I would love it. Um, I, this was this was fun. <laughs> but before we go, I got one more question for you. Are you ready for the question? I'm ready. Lisa, would you like to play a game? Sure. I like games. <laughs> All right. So I just play these games with people just to have fun with the interviewer and have the people in the comment section to have fun as well. So I'm going to give you three options. I'm going to run down each game. I'm going to let you pick to which game you want to play. It's all on you. Okay. All right. So here's go. Here go the rundown. Game number one is called questions now in questions i will ask you four simple questions now in this you will have three lifelines if you can't answer it now in in order to activate your lifeline you have to say the magic oh wow you don't watch anime so i have to say the the magic anime word that people know is called nanny so you have to say to activate your lifeline once that activation is you know you say it the five people who's watching this live right now can help you answer that question but if they answer the question before you answer you will hear this sound you lose lose and that kind of gave you a loss on your question so y'all and lisa are gonna be throwing hands i'm gonna sit back because i gave the rules so y'all can't come at me with it so that is questions game number two is the same concept as questions but i call it riddle me this Instead of questions, I'm going to ask you four riddles. Same concept, none to activate your lifeline. Game number three. It is called Name That Tune, where in this, I could play any songs, which for you, I cannot play no anime songs because you don't watch anime, so we're going to have to put that out there already. So, <laughs> well, I could play... <laughs> Any songs in the nerd community that is very popular in the nerd culture. It can go, it can be from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all the way down to the Harry Potter theme song. It's up to you to guess the name of that tune. 
Now, in this, you have five categories. Once we get to category number three, that's when things become very interesting. Now, in this, you will have three lifelines, and I could play the song for you as many times as you like. So, Lisa, what game would you like to play? Uh, let's game number one. Ask me questions. So, you want to go with questions? Yes. Ask me. Okay. All right. We're going to go with questions. You sure you want to go with questions? <laughs> I that's my final answer. Okay. <sighs> Y'all, she chose it. I gave the rules. I didn't force it. That's what that's what she wants. So we, oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's what we gonna go with. That's what we gonna go with. All right. So let me find this my good old question list. And we're gonna get on and start it. Is this it right here? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yep, this is it. So, everybody, don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. We're going to get everything set up and we're going to play the good old game. Questions. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> My God, who? All right. So we're back. We're finna play the good game questions where Lisa will have four questions to answer and she cannot answer it. She gonna say the good anime magic word, which is nani. Nani. Hopefully that will kind of help her to start watching the anime. I don't know. Maybe y'all should drop in her inbox. It's like, these are some good anime recommendations to check out. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a FYI if y'all want to. Um, so remember people, in the comments, you cannot say nothing. Once I ask her the question, do not get on Samuel L. Jackson Internet and answer the question before she does. If you do, she will hear this sound. You lose, lose. And she going to block you on her IG page. So that's on y'all. But without further ado, Lisa, are you ready to play the game? All right, here we go. <clears throat> Question number one. Lisa, name the five human senses. The five human senses? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, taste. Smell. Um, sight. That's that. <laughs> um, see. Taste, smell, sight, sound. I think sound is one. And, um, taste, smell, sight, sound. What am I missing? Hmm. Okay, how long do I have to? Hey, UFO, we almost, hey, we, we almost there. Almost there. <laughs> oh, God, I can't think of this one. Uh, smell, taste, smell, sight, sound, and uh, touch and touch. And touch. 
All right, we off to a good start. We off to a good start. You know, it got kind of it got kind of weary right there for a minute, but we it got kind of weary. It got kind of weary. Got kind of weary, but we we got there. We got there. All right. Question number two, Lisa. How many nickels are in a dollar? How many nickels are in a dollar? How many nickels are in a dollar? Uh, I'm going to say 20. Is that your final answer? I think so. You sure? I, I, yes. I'm going to say Okay, okay, okay. She has three lifelines left, and we on question number three. And she got one more question. It's, it's looking pretty good. It's looking good. Pretty good for Lisa. It's looking pretty good. All right, we'll fight it. Here we go. Question number three. Twenty-three minutes till seven o'clock. What time is it? Um. It's 23 minutes to 7 o'clock. It is... 23 minutes to 7 o'clock. What time is it? It is... 6.27. Is that your final answer? Yes. Say that. And I couldn't hear you. Say the answer again for me. I couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> 6.27. 23 minutes to 7 o'clock. What time is it? And you said 6.27. 627. What time? What time is it? The time was 637. Oh, shoot! 630, okay, I was really close. 637. I was really close though. Hey, I was really close now. You was I was like, uh, also she was, you know, hey, we we got the A. We we you know, we 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 two and one. You know, it's okay. It's okay. Look, look, I didn't do the math. I didn't do the math. I just went on a really good guess. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not mad at because you know that was like the closest answer I heard. Because some of these other answers, I was kind of like, oh sh. Mm. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna cancel that question. I love you too much. We are gonna cancel that. Okay. All right. All right. I'll do. I'll do better. I got one more right. Yeah. Are you ready? Here's the last question. The last question. Let's make this a good one. Hmm. Nah, she's too smart for that one. Can't take that one. It's going to be very easy. Ah, here we go. What does NAACP stands for? National Association for the Advancement of Color Colored People. Yeah, okay, clap. now if you don't know that, you go ahead. <laughs> now we are th- now we are three and one, three and one. Now we are. Here's a deal. You can go for a bonus question. Okay. If you answer it right, 
it will clear the board. You will be four and zero, or okay. or you can keep three and one, which is which is not bad. It's just not bad. You know, I think you should have got the last question, but it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's not bad. <laughs> so, you want to take the deal or go with three and one? Okay, let's try it one more. All let's right. do it. Don't worry, this is it. This is okay. for all the cards. Okay, so we're going with the bonus one. The bonus question. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> bonus question. Now, in this, you do not get any lifelines. It says you. Uh, it's just you. Okay, right. no lifelines. Here we go. Here we go. How many turns? Did Benjamin Franklin serve as president? Was it one or was it two? How many terms did Benjamin Franklin serve as president? Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I don't think Benjamin Franklin was president. So I'm going to say no. You're going to say no, no terms? I'm going to say no terms. How many terms did Benjamin <laughs> Franklin serve as a president? One or two? I'm going to say zero. That's your final answer? Are you sticking with it? <laughs> I could be wrong. Am I wrong? Okay, tell me. Tell me the answer. <laughs> I love oh. to, I love to play with people. I'm sorry. You got it right. That was right. So everybody, y'all. Listen, listen. I used to I used to be a school teacher and I taught US history. So I was sitting here oh, cracking my brain. If you would have Lisa, if you would have got that wrong, I was like, oh hold on, wait a minute. We we gotta find we gotta find I, your students. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I, wait. Here, I was sitting here thinking to myself, like, wait a minute. Benjamin Franklin was not a president. Wait a second. Wait, what? Now, look, I, you had me over here questioning my whole life. That's, the game. That's what I'm supposed to do as a host. I'm supposed to deceive you. I'm supposed to be like, damn, wait a minute. Was he a president? <laughs> Shit, did I miss something? Did I miss something? I was thinking, thinking like, is it me or did, wait? I taught, well, I taught U.S. history. Like, I, I should know this. <sighs> oh, my God. That was good. I'm that so was gl- good. I'm so glad you was a teacher in history because... That, that that I don't know why that question. When you it first did. when you first hear it, Benjamin Frank, it's like, wait, didn't he? Ain't that the one that made the light, the lightning, the light bulb? Like, no, no, no. Wait, what? What? What are we doing? What are we doing? Wait, <laughs> we getting sidetracked. I'm asking, was he a president? We could do, we could worry about all the other stuff he did later, but was he a president of the United right, let's States? Let's start there. Right. Let's start there. Start there. Was he actually a <laughs> oh, that's oh. a good question. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, you got to tell me how many people have gotten that right. Two. <laughs> you you just made the second one. Somebody else got. It. I forgot who it was, but you made the second one. Everybody else. <laughs> nope. Wow. It's Crazy. A, it's another question that um some. A lot of people didn't get the five human senses. Um, let me see. Uh, they didn't get that one. What was the other question I had? That's a lot. Of, that. Oh, 
let's say a lot of people didn't get the um, 637 one. That's that's fair to say. I even, was, I messed up that one. I, I said 6 o'clock. I was like, oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> my math is off. Yeah, my math is terrible. Uh, <laughs> I did not do the I should have did the math. I should have did the math on that, but that's okay. I give you this. You was the like out of all the answers, you were the closest one. You just you were just off one number. I was kind of like, Ugh, you know, change sure. that, change that two to a three. But anyway, listen, I went to Spelman. I went to Spelman College, so I am hoping. Okay, Spel- my- oh Spelman woman in the house. Okay, then my Spelman just saw me and was like, "Really, you missed the math question?" Okay, great. It's okay. <laughs> I'm glad. It's you okay. Don't, I'm glad you don't have none of your Spellhouse sisters on here. It's like, oh. <laughs> No, you didn't. Listen, I'm all HBCU pride. Okay? <laughs> I am so proud of, of my HBCUs. But um, but this was so much fun. Thank you so much for letting me come on tonight. Oh, this no problem. But, so, thank you. But at this time, I'm going to go ahead and let you pull up yourself, let people know where they can follow you where on all your social platforms, and definitely let them know about your nonprofit. And also, before we end, let the give the good people some words of encouragement. Sure. So if you want to follow me, you can find me at Lakely Love Cosplay, which is L-A-K-E-L-I-L-O-V-E-S Cosplay. Um, And I have, uh, you'll be able to find me on ID as well as on Twitter. And I would love for you to check out my my, uh, nonprofit. It's called Telic Empowerment, which is T-E-L-I-C Empowerment. Um, Telic means teach, empower, listen, include, and care. And I would love for you to check out what we're doing there. And um, just some words of encouragement would be for you to just keep doing what you do. Don't let one person stop you from doing the thing that you love. Keep creating, keep cosplaying, keep posting. Just don't allow yourself to be judged by the opinions of others. And keep doing the thing that makes you happy. And that's it. That's all I got for. Boom. There it is, everybody. And thank you, sis. This was really good. Like I said, this this interview should have been happening years ago. So thank you. I appreciate it. And also, like I said, people, thank y'all for tuning in. And if y'all still want to donate to the Blurred Over Christmas Toy Drive, this is our fourth year. And this is our fourth year. We are sponsoring four families this year for Christmas. These are for the families that are less fortunate than us because I'm a grown man now. I can just buy my gifts when I want to. So I really don't need a Christmas anymore. So if y'all, if y'all have the heart and you want to be a blessing, the link is in the bio. If you want to send us money, um, send us to, you can send it to the cash out, which is dollar sign blurred over 19. The PayPal is blurred over. Or like I said, go in the bio, hit the link, get something from the wish list. It's all up to you. And thank y'all for being a blessing. Like this could not have happened. This is the fourth year for us doing it and nothing this could not be possible if it was not for y'all so thank y'all for supporting blurred over thank y'all for believing in us and we're gonna keep going for y'all doing great things in the community can't wait to see y'all for the next con season and at this time my baby boys baby girls what's going on it's your boy skip.88 here from blurred over brought to you another being the blur interview with lisa y'all go check her out she's awesome she does it all she's a spell house woman so that's a that's awesome in itself so at this time wtw what's the word said with me u-n-i-t-y what does that spell unity this is how we can make the life together Y'all take care, be blessed, and I'll see you next time on Being a Blurry Interviews. And we out.